Hi everyone, my name is Gabriel and this is the Hour of the Raven, your channel for everything Ravenloft, RPG, Dungeons and Dragons and Horror. Today we will unravel the past of Hasland, the Devouring Land, a region filled with ancient ruins and inhabited for thousands of years by civilizations forgotten in time. Are you ready? As we search for the whereabouts of Tara Koreana to fulfill our profane pact with Inahira, we arrive at a Rashemi village at the foot of the Balinok Mountains. While we wait to talk to one of the local leaders, the suspicious Hashiman asks us to wait in the main square, where we accompany a traditional theatrical play by these people, telling about the past and legends of this ancient and mysterious land. Haslan's past is shrouded in mystery. Autogris say that the kingdom was home to numerous ancient and non-human civilizations. The only test in all campaign-setting sourcebooks that describes its history is a short excerpt without much detail. Personally, I believe that the region Ancient Ruins and Forgotten Civilizations is a perfect setting for adventures involving the exploration of forgotten tombs, the search for ancient relics of arcane power, evil and ancient undead, and unspeakable horrors. In this video, we will try to extract as much of the little information about Haslan's past as possible, to try to shed light on the mysteries of this domain past. Before we start, let me speculate about Haslan and his mysterious past and origins. Haslan is an adaptation to Ravenloft of the Tay Realm in Forgotten Realms. But the domain history dates back to thousands of years in the past, describing ancient civilizations and races that occupied the region. Although there is a possibility that the region has not been swallowed up from the material plane, was created entirely by the mists with a false history, I would like to speculate on Haslan's possible place of origin before entering the demiplane of dread. Haslan's past was only described in the book Ravenloft Gazetteer 1, when Ravenloft's campaign setting was licensed to White Wolf. Thus, references to the Forgotten Realms setting were made indirectly, without mentioning specific names which makes it very difficult to investigate the origins of its remote past. The search for Haslan's origins offers few clues. It is pointed out that just over a thousand years ago, the region was conquered by an unnamed king of the Mulan, who led his population and a group of slaves of Hashemi origin to conquer and colonize the region. If we cross the dates mentioned in Ravenloft, with the Forgotten Realms timeline, at the time of this conquest, the Kingdom of Tay would not yet exist, and the unnamed King of the Mulan must probably be some pharaoh from the ancient Mughalandian Empire. Consequently, the conquering lands would probably be some region adjacent to this ancient empire of the Mughalandri in Forgotten Realms. The civilizations that occupy this region also adds a lot of mystery to its location. Little information is given about the civilizations, other than their name, 
but it said that the King Mulan, who invaded the region, was the first human civilization to occupy these lands. The first and oldest civilization would be of Inxiatoid creatures with chitinous breastplates, which led me to think about the Tree King race. The Tree King race has inhabited the Shah region in Forgotten Realms for thousands of years, and this region is adjacent to the borders of the ancient Muholandry Empire, making it a strong and ideal candidate for, for situating the ancient lands of Hazlan. More than that, the region geography and climate are close to those described in Hazlan, and the region is still home to innumerable non-human races and civilizations, as described in Hazlan's history. Although we may never know if this were the original intention of the authors, I will use the lands and races of Shan in the shining south of Forgotten Realms as a reference for the ancient races and civilizations of Hazlan, as well as events in the Forgotten Realms timeline to do some speculations that could expand the history of the domain. Hazlan's land has an ancient and millenary story but whose records have mostly been erased by the sands of time. Of the ancient civilizations that occupy these lands, only forgotten ruins and fossils can be found today. The constant ruin and abandonment of the civilizations that occupy such lands makes the people of Aslan believe that their inexorable destiny will be to become another of these lost and forgotten civilizations in the future. This gloomy view caused many to refer Hazlan as Satetil Nivsganed, or the Devouring Land. The oldest civilization that inhabited these lands are the Inxiatoid Elkot, whose chitinous and spiny carcasses are sometimes dug up from the soil. Recent findings in the city of Toyalis reveal that the city was rebuilt on the ruins of ancient civilizations and in its deepest tunnels is found a black obelisk created by the elf cult, emanating strange and alien energies. The mysterious elf cult fell to the barbarians Durum, who brought ruin to the Inxiatoid civilization. Little is known about this barbaric race, tracks of their existence have been erased by the passage of time. After their fall, the Fae Quelshar occupied these lands. Although this race has also disappeared in time, rumors point out that some individuals survived the fall of their civilization, and that the Gronsamkor Vuk, ancient and wise fairy creatures, still inhabited mineral springs in the mountains, in greenish saline pools. The stunned Yat occupied these lands after the Quelshar. Their destiny was no different, however, and they were soon replaced by the great civilization of the Vosat Nor, the last non-human civilization to occupy these lands, before the arrival of the Mulan and their armies. Ruins of the once great Vosat Nor civilization can still be found through Hazlan, with lapidate statues, large structures of golden stone, and huge underground complexes. With each conquering civilization destroying traces and records, of these ancient races and using their ruins as a building base for their new empires. We know little about the millennia of history that preceded the arrival of the Mulan, 
1100 years ago. This story tells us that a Mulan king of a dynasty whose name is unknown led his people and a large group of Hashemi slaves to the region and fought the Vosat Noah, defeating the ancient civilization. This mythical king, whose name is lost in history, ruled for 300 years, and even today it is speculated on how such a human prolonged his life for so long. Ancient records indicate that this king, on his deathbed, passed the government of his land peacefully to the Danaut family, who started the second ruling dynasty. Over 700 years, power passed through the hands of countless dynasties of Mulan families, through the second Danut dynasty, the third Shadassinet dynasty, the fourth Vangtor dynasty, and finally the fifth Warodain dynasty. Through this countless dynasty, the great Muholandri empire suffered a great fall in his power, shrinking in size and area of influence. Inspired by the ancient artificers of Imaskar, the mage Tayad led a revolution against the god kings of the Muholandri Empire, managing to liberate a large strip of territory, which declared itself independent of the empire, starting the nation of Tay. Devastated by internal conflicts, the Muholandri Empire has shrunk in size, while the nation of Tay flourished in power and influence governed by a powerful cast of red wizards, and its prosperous and infamous slave market. Little is recorded in Hazan's history about the effects of this revolution that took place in the unapproachable East, but given the similarity of the culture of modern Hazan to the lands of day, we can speculate that the winds of revolution and independence also reached the ancestral lands of Hazan, which left the influence of the god kings of the Muholandri Empire to adopt a lifestyle similar to that of the magocracy of day. Chaos ensued in the region in the year 661 of the Barovian calendar, when the last king of the Warodine dynasty, Yohan of the Weeping Eyes, passed away without leaving heirs and without naming a new Mulan house as the successor of his dynasty. A civil war began, known as the Ears of the Tetrad Banners with countless Mulan houses battling for control of the region. The years of civil war were marked by conflicts between private armies recruited among the Hashemi, assassinations attempts and arcane battles with devastating effects. Some believe that the arcane energies that devastated Haslan were such that they began to tear the veil of reality, allowing horrendous creatures from nightmares and hostile planes of existence to invade these lands. The civil war of the Tetrad Banners lasted 53 years until in 714 of the Barovian calendar, when the red wizard Hazlik returned from a long period in the kingdom of Tay and imposed his dominion over the Mulan families with his arcane knowledge and might. Before long, he managed to establish his power over the region, destroying opposing houses and causing the majority to submit and recognize him as Haslan's supreme ruler. At the same time, the region was engulfed by mists and emerged in a new location, surrounded by strange and hostile lands. Traditionally, the name of the realm had always changed according to the dynasty that ruled these lands, 
and the lands ruled by the wizard Hazrik became known as the realm of Hazlan. Hazrik's first order was to ban the use of arcane magic across the kingdom, and he became the only individual authorized to use arcane resources. Although the Iron Fate of Bane was already known in the region, after Hazlan's contact with the kingdom of Novavaza, to the north, the fate expanded rapidly in this territory. Azric found great support in the Iron Fate, and made it the Hazlan official state religion. The Church of Bane reverberated their dogmas in Hazlan against the use of arcane arts, and claimed that arcane magic was an offense to the natural and divine order. The realm of Hazlan learned to become self-sufficient. Its contact with the lands of Barovia were restricted to the city of Imol and hampered by the imposing Balenok mountain range. To the east was the mysterious and dangerous Nightmare Lands, a region where the fabric of reality itself seemed to be fluid and influenced by macabre horrors. To the south was the dangerous lands of Blutspur, an inhospitable land inhabited by unspeakable horrors and monstrous abominations. To the north, Hazlan found a neighboring kingdom that shared not only their language, but also the religion of Bane, and Alavaza became Hazlan's main trading partner. Hazlan would undergo drastic changes after the mysterious events of the Grand Conjunction. After going through violent tremors and being swallowed up by the mists, many of its inhabitants feared the arrival of the end of times. When Hazlan emerged from the mists once more, the realm had been dislocated to the south, and began to border Barovia to the north, Novavaza to the north and east, and Forlorn and Kartagas to the west. The dreamlike Nightmare Lands had disappeared, as well as the hostile Bloodspore, home to unspeakable horrors, leaving only a border of mist in its place. A profound change also affected the belief of Hazrik the supreme ruler of Hazlan. After the Grand Conjunction, the Red Wizard drastically changed his policies and lifted the ban on the use of arcane magic in the kingdom. Hazlik selected a large group and led them through the mountains to the Vale of the Red Wizards, where, using powerful arcane spells, he changed the rocky geography to raise the city of Ramulai from the ground, with buildings that rise directly from the stone and with streets carved in the rocky channels. The city of Ramulai was created in a complex pattern of lines that emulate arcane symbols, and its purpose is to support the Red Academy, Hazlik's school of wizardry. Hazlik began to train new wizards, encouraging even Rashemis who showed talent for magic to specialize under his tutelage. This paradigm shift was met with confusion by the population, and even by the Church of Bane, which now claims that Hazlik had some divine vision for the future to change his guideline on magic. This paradigm shift has made Hazlan a reference on arcane knowledge in the southern part of the core of the Demiplane of Dread. His school of magic has been sought as reference for the mystical knowledge and many of his apprentices have been hired as advisors in foreign nations. The influence that Hazlik can obtain with his apprentice inserted in strategic positions in other domains 
should not be disregarded. Other concerns have steered Hazlan's society recently. Hazlik had ruled Hazlan for more than 40 years, and the might red wizard is reaching an advanced age, making his dynasty fragile. Hazlik has no spouse or heirs, and the Mulan families speculate that the mighty wizard will soon be too old for his duties. More serious still is the scandalous behavior of Hazlik. Hashem's acceptance into the Wizarding Academy has become a subject of debate among the Mulan, and recently a Hashemi woman has risen to power. Eleni of Toyalis was accepted in the Red Academy and became Hazlik's direct apprentice, living with him on his private property. To the horror of the high society, she shaved her head and performed the tattoos that are exclusive to the Mulan, with the approval of Hazlik, the supreme ruler. Many suspect and accuse her of being a lover of the Red Wizard, and she has exercised a position of authority, placing herself as second in command, answering only to Hazlik. Hazlan's future is uncertain. But the domain presents itself as the perfect setting for adventures filled with ancient mysteries, arcane secrets, and ancient horrors. Of all domains in the core, Aslan is probably the only one to present a past with so many ancient civilizations and ruins, and a land inhabited by previous inhuman races. If you are interested in narrating adventures about the exploration of ancient ruins, unveiling unspeakable and ancestral horrors, in the best style of H.P. Lovecraft writings, Hazlan offers an ideal setting for such narratives. After the long presentation, the Rashemi's theatrical staging ends, and Hazlan's tumultuous and mysterious past is told in countless allegories by the masked actors. We perceive the arrival of night by the rapid drop in temperature, and finally we are taken to the presence of a local leader. Before the hard eyes of the leader of that community, he questions our reasons for looking for Tara Koreana, and we lie to him, saying that we are responding to requests from a family member who is searching for news about the Ezra Anchorite. After carefully listening to our motives, he takes us out of the village around a campfire, and adds the quassup herb to a long smoking pipe. After lighting the pipe, he passes it to us, and says that the smoke will make us see the secrets we seek in the flames of the bonfire. Join us, subscribe to the channel and activate notifications, and together we will watch the flames for the fate of Tara Koliana and the secrets of Hasland.